You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody, and welcome to a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. I am Tony Wiggins, along with James Rapine. we got a good show today, today, James. What's going on, man? What's up, Tony? We do. We're about to dive into the teams that are being slept on in the NFL. Plus, we'll dive into some rookies that can make a big impact. Today's show brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives you the player. It gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your first play. You know, I was sitting here thinking about what would we call it? Is it, hey, what about me? I remember thinking about Eminem when he was singing with Dr. Dre. Hey, everybody forgot about Dre, right? Or is it like, is it target practice? Is it teams that want to play so bullseye on the back of everyone else? So what we've decided to do, take one team from each division in both conferences, and James and I will discuss why we believe. James, why don't you start it off in the north of the AFC because, well, that's your home. Yep, and we got to start it there because I think the Cincinnati Bengals, of the four teams, they're the team – that everyone's dismissing, both locally to a degree and certainly nationally, and rightfully so. They've won six games over the past two seasons. But when you look at this team, if you believe in Joe Burrow and you believe that the the offensive line is at least a little better, why not them in a, a competitive division where they did compete with the Browns last year? They did beat the Steelers last year. The Ravens game, only Burrow only got to play the Ravens once, so we'll see there, but to me, I think that this is very much a prove-it year for the Bengals. And while it is a tough division and you got three teams that went to the playoffs last year that you're going up against in the AFC North, that's the perfect time to have the why not us mentality, especially because they've added a ton of veterans from Trey Hendrickson to Mike Hilton to Chidobe Awuzie, uh, all of these guys, Trey Waynes from playoff teams over the past few years, DJ Reader, they expect to win, they want to win. And uh, so why not them, especially if you think that Joe Burrow is the guy? All right. And I'll go along with that. I'll tag along with you and say, well, here's a reason why it could happen. The Steelers, I don't care. They, they got a good running back, but they have offensive line problems. And they also, believe it or not, they have a quarterback problem at this stage. So I'll go with that. Um, I'll look at the Cleveland Browns. I think Cleveland's a very good team, but you know what? They still have to get over their hump and they have to prove that, you know, they won't have sort of a relapse and and not fall back into bad habits. Because we saw them two years ago, look or three years ago, look pretty good. And then two years ago, when everybody was picking to win everything, they kind of fell off a little bit. And then they came back last year. So they have to keep that momentum up. And now it's always different when, of course, the rabbit has the gun and now they're not the target anymore. They're more or less. The, they, they, well, they are the prey. They're the prey now instead of being the hunters. And Baltimore, Baltimore has to be careful that they don't get stagnant trying to just stay alive and, and keep going with the way that they're going with things. Because it's it's easy when you when you when you want to ascend to being relevant, but now you got to make that next step. And sometimes instead of just looking at it that you're going to start everything over all year, you just seem to want to tinker with it and just add a little bit here and a little bit there. And maybe you're missing something if you're the Raven. So I'll go along with that with you how about uh let's go to the south and i'm gonna let you kick that one off too 
the South. You got the South. Oh, I got the South. Okay. <laughs> so let's go to the AFC South. Let's let you kick that off, Tony. All right. I was talking so much, I forgot about it. The AFC <laughs> South, so we wanted to do these too quick because we have to get them out of the way. It's my Jags. First of all, you're one of 15, so you can only go up, right? The other thing <laughs> is there's this unknown thing with Urban Meyer and his staff. There's no book on them. There's nothing. There's no film. There's no tape. There's no book on how they're going to play with all the new additions uh, with their rookie quarterback. So I think the Jaguars for two reasons. One, because they have nowhere to go but up. And then two, no one has any idea what they are and who they are and how they're going to approach it. That's fair. I, I totally believe that. And when I look at that team, obviously Trevor Lawrence alone is such a huge upgrade that it's fair to have higher expectations there. I think Urban Meyer is an upgrade, but we'll see. But the Texans are so dysfunctional right now. They're lost. And yeah, the Titans took us a step forward with Julio Jones this Facts. week. And, and that's a big deal. At the same time, it's Titans and then what? A questionable Colts quarterback and Carson Wentz. A good roster, but a questionable quarterback. Questions there. I don't really have that many questions about Trevor Lawrence, even though he had a little hamstring tightness on Tuesday. I think he's going to be just fine. And so why not the Jags? I certainly buy into it. And uh, let's uh, switch now. We did the North uh, in the AFC. Let's go to the West in the AFC. And uh, I'm going to go with sort of the opposite of the Bengals. I'm going to go from Cincinnati, you know, this Midwestern town, to Las Vegas, the Raiders, because everyone just kind of dismisses them. And I think Derek Carr's a legitimate quarterback. And I don't think John Gruden forgot how to coach. He might be overpaid. I don't think he forgot how to coach. And when I look at that team, they have Josh Jacobs. They have Darren Waller. I think they've tried to make some upgrades defensively. We'll see if that actually happens. But if Henry Ruggs takes a step forward, you're telling me that team can't be dangerous in the West? You're telling me that it's just a, a two-team race with the Chargers, who every everyone seems to fall in love with now and think is going to go 12-4, and 11-5? It's not a knock on the Chargers, but I think if you're the Raiders, you're like, hey, we actually went 8-8 eight eight last year. We actually were in the playoff hunt last year, and we have a veteran quarterback, a more proven and maybe better coach. Why not us? And I think they could certainly... Uh, not that they're underdogs in Las Vegas, but they could certainly have that mentality going into this season. No doubt. And when you look at the, the foes in the division, Denver doesn't have a quarterback. Although I got this premonition they're going to end up with Deshaun Watson. I don't, I don't know why either him or Aaron Rodgers. Wow. I think they will, but I think they have to give up so much to get either one of them. But San Diego is, uh, I call them San Diego again, there I go. But the, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, they're in that same situation as Cleveland was last year. And what I mean by that is people are now picking them to do stuff, right? Or Cleveland two years ago, people are picking them to make this big jump. That's, mm -hmm. that's a whole different when you have those kind of expectations on you. And of course, KC is who KC is. But the thing is, you can up jump the boogie and catch them slipping every now and then, especially if they don't see you coming. And we saw that last year. Uh, I, I believe, I think somebody beat them last year that wasn't supposed to be. Was it Oakland or was it the Raiders? Somebody in that division, beat them when they really weren't supposed to. And uh, that could also happen this year. If the Raiders beat the chiefs last year, yeah. right? They did. So, you know, that's the thing, you know, you can catch them uh, slipping a little bit and, and just have, and be a matchup problem. The same thing that goes on with the Raiders, because the Raiders have done something that they've given up on free agents and they've given up on draft picks. And you're like, 
when are they ever going to keep people and, and build their team all at one time? They've signed guys or drafted guys, and they've get they had one dude that never even played a preseason game for them, and they traded him to Miami after taking him in the third round. There's another team that's done something similar, and we're going to go to the East and talk about them, and that's the Dolphins. The Dolphins literally signed a bunch of guys in free agency over the last two years and got rid of all of them. So you're thinking, like, are they ever going to keep their team intact? They drafted Minka Fitzpatrick a few years ago, and, and he was gone after a year. How can you ever build on anything? Well, here's what they can do and sneak up on people. All they have to do is improve defensively. And I think now with Jalen Waddle, they have the big playability. And there's reason for blue sky because that thing isn't as tight in the AFC East in the past, like as it has been in the past. That's fair. Yeah, that, that's totally fair. And uh, Lynn Bowden, by the way, is the the guy that the Raiders traded a third rounder and they traded him to Miami. And so that could pay off dividends uh, for the Dolphins. And I, I do think you're right in the fact that, look, these skill guys, you look at them for Tua Tungavailoa, you're going to learn really quick if Tua is the guy. Because right. they, they got a guy that can fly and waddle, another guy who can fly and fuller. And that should be a good blend with Tua. And really the question is the offensive line. And I, I don't really question Devontae Parker either as being a key contributor there. Mike Gusecki at tight end. You got weapons. Can the offensive line be good enough? And if so, then I, I agree. And I, I do think that the Dolphins, when they look at that division, when you look at that division, everyone's going to say Buffalo. There's going to be some that say, all right, I'm betting on Belichick to rebound. But Miami, they might have to adapt that why not S mentality. And if if I told you, Tony, that they ended up winning the AFC East, would you be surprised? Would not. And and so there's that that's kind of it, right? Is playoffs, uh, flirting with it, or in their case, since they won ten games last year, making the the division and winning the division. I, I would not shock me at all. So that's the AFC. We still have the NFC, including. Aaron Rodgers in the NFC North. Will it be the Packers? Why we, not us with Jordan Love? We think. <laughs> will, will that be who I pick? Because he's not at minicamp. We'll, uh, we'll discuss that next on Locked On NFL. Do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time and you don't stand a chance. I know because I've gotten my tail kicked on daily sports. Introducing Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name the stakes, winner take all. I love this because you could see their lineup and you could play off of it and you could try to beat it. You're in control. Stat Hero is the DFS way. It was meant to be one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now. Change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. That's stathero.com slash locked on. And if you're like your boy, Tony, you're working out right now, but you want your palate to feel satisfied and you want something tasty, you need to go to Built Bar, man, because Built Bar is the cold truth. They have nine great flavors, plus an occasional special edition flavor every now and then that they have. But I'm going to tell you something, there's nothing like that salted caramel, in my opinion, to give me the fix that I need while I'm trying to eat right. Very, very low in 
calories, low in carbs, and low in sugar, but they pack a powerful punch of 17 to 18 grams of protein that it helps me recover and helps my muscles get right when I'm trying to lift those weights that I'm trying to lift. So Built Bar is good for you, whether you're working out or not. How do you get them? You go to BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your next order of Built Bars. Man, it's the best tasting protein bar, not only on the market, but the best that I have ever had. And you get that at BuiltBar.com. Or if you're on Twitter, go to at bar underscore built and follow along and make sure you take advantage of all of those built bars. It's at builtbar.com, promo code locked 15. All right, man. Welcome back here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL. James Rapine, along with Tony Wiggins. We're running down these teams that might be able to uh, sneak in and make some impact and, and, and crack the, the playoff code because. Well, nobody's watching them. They're kind of the forgotten team. And they're putting a bullseye on everyone else's back. We went through the north, south, east, and west in the AFC. Now we're going to go through the north, south, east, and west in the NFC. Jamie, who you got in the north is that team that needs to be paid more attention to? It's the Chicago Bears, Tony, because I think you you look at that Chicago Bears team and they should be better at quarterback. And uh, Andy Dalton, believe it or not, is better than what I, they had last year, I believe. And so if he does end up starting week one, that's fine. But I think it's going to be the Justin Fields show. And I think he's going to be better than Mitchell Trubisky, right, than Nick Foles and the, the duo that they have. And I know Foles is still on the roster, but that's such an upgrade. And so you have a coach uh, who really, really needs to win. You have a GM who really, really needs to win. They still have Allen Robinson, which I think is an important. I like Mooney, the the second-year receiver who kind of showed up and showed out a little bit. I got him speaking of fantasy in a dynasty league. We'll, we'll see if his fantasy stock rises. So I, I like where they're building here. And uh, to me, with all the stuff going on in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, you got that going on. Mike Zimmer and the Vikings, it's Kirk Cousins. That's not scaring anyone. And Detroit is essentially tanking. No one expects them to win games. And I guess they could say, why not us? But I just don't think they have the talent. Chicago can say, well, 8-8 eight and eight last year, we're better at quarterback. Why not us? And I think you can buy into that and realistically believe it. I agree with everything you said. I just have to add this. I don't know what's going on with Detroit. They want to bite people's knees off. Then the coach shows up with a helmet on. <laughs> at one of the press maybe that's so he won't bite people but they are the i think they are the teams detroit is the one team i'm going to look at because i don't think they're going to make any noise but man it's it's going to be funny it's either going to be a uh it's going to be funny watching them do it in an unconventional way because that's a that appears what's going on or they're going to be funny because it's going to be unconventional and it's going to be bad so we'll just have to see if that's the disaster that we think let's stay right uh let's go south I'm going to go south, and the team that I'm going to pick in the south is Carolina. Carolina, to me, is Detroit, but in a better situation. And what I mean by that is you don't know what to expect. They might be what the Buffalo Bills were two years ago. I mean, they're building mm-hmm. this sort of in an infrastructure, uh, lunch pail sort of way without fanfare, and but they just might be under your nose getting good, sort of like the Bills did, and because – of what we already know is that Tampa's there. There's two other teams that we're kind of unsure about 
in the uh, NFC South. So I'm going to go with Carolina as that team that could jump up and scare a few people and do some things if all of this stuff comes together. I buy it. I buy it because you could see Sam Darnold taking a step forward with upgraded wide receivers and, and just structure. You said structure there. And he's never had structure around him or stability around him. And so n- now you're you're talking about upgrading the head coach, upgrading the personnel around him, while also having a familiar face in Robbie Anderson. I mean, is there any reason why Christian McCaffrey can't be the Christian McCaffrey of 2019? I don't think so. I think he can be that and then some because he's going to have a better quarterback. And so this team could absolutely be in the mix in the NFC South. And that doesn't mean that they're going to dethrone Tampa Bay or anything like that, or even dethrone the Saints, by the way, in that division. But it would not shock me at all if we're talking about Carolina rising up here and finishing second or third, and we're talking about them being in the mix for a playoff spot. And you absolutely can sell that locker room on why not us. Absolutely you can. And those guys are going to buy into it because when Sam Darnold steps on the field, I get it. He might not be as uh, consistent from a resume standpoint as Teddy Bridgewater. Right. Right. But they're going to be like, oh, this guy's a little different. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that throw. And, and that, that's all it takes to get excited because the quarterback is what's going to matter in the league. So I uh, I agree with you there. Let's uh, Let's switch gears. Let's go west in the best division in football, the NFC West. I mean, it is tough. You got Russell Wilson, who I thought was going to be the MVP through eight games last year in the Seattle Seahawks. You got the Los Angeles Rams, I mean, with Matt Stafford. I mean, that's just really back-to-back, just great teams. Um, But to me, the one that can go, why not us in the West? It isn't the 49ers either, by the way, um, because I, I just think that injuries and injuries bit them again on Tuesday. I think it's the Cardinals. Why not us? We may have, in their minds, they can say, we may have the best quarterback in this division. We may have the most physically talented quarterback. Everyone's talking about what Los Angeles did with Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford can't do what Kyler can do. And we just upgraded our wide receiver, too, with A.J. Green. And I get it. He wasn't as productive last year. But, man, we got him. And our pass rush is going to be awesome with J.J. Watt on one side and Chandler Jones on the other. And we just feel really, really good about where we're at. Why not us? I could totally buy into it. And, man, I I just... Again, it starts with the quarterback, and I think Kyler Murray, if you told me he had the best season of all the quarterbacks in the NFC West, I would not be surprised, and I'm not including injury there, which that's crazy because I have Russell Wilson really, really high in my quarterback rankings. With them, I'd say watch this. Everyone says, okay, D-Hop doesn't run, Fitz never could run, but he's older, but both could get open. A.J. Green could run, but now he can't run anymore, so they have three guys two of first ballot Hall of Famers and another one might be too. Here's the thing. Watch out for Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore. They're, they're going to be the two speed guys. Yep. And they and they will they will personify this entire segment and this entire show today because nobody, nobody will be watching because they'll be worried about those other guys. And they're going to get shocked when one of those guys is running down the field. So I would agree with you with that. Let's swing over to the NFC East. And I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles. You know why I'm going to say the Eagles? Because they are a team, because of where they play and those fans, they naturally have a chip on your on their shoulders. And I actually like the Eagles better when they're like this as opposed to when they're really, really good and people have high expectations. 
Because when they're like this, that's when the best of who they are comes out and their fan base comes out. It's like, oh, you forgot about us already, right? So what I think they're going to do with the Sirianni and, and, and all of those other new parts is they're going to lull people to sleep every single week, and the Eagles are going to be <laughs> a hard out for, for everybody because when you look at their roster, they still really have some good players on that team. And now they got a wide receiver that can be the Allen Iverson of football and really personify what that city's all about. So I'm going with the Eagles because for the simple fact that no one's really paying attention to them. And over the last 20 years, you haven't been able to get away with that because the Eagles have been one of the more uh, consistent franchises in the NFL. Man, that's high praise for Jalen Rager, the Allen Iverson of football. Ah. <laughs> Uh, no, I uh, I like Devontae Smith a lot, man, and I, I think he could work out well. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked it, it, because that city ha can have that mentality and that team can just take that identity. Yep. And I think when you have an athlete at quarterback in today's league that's young and going to be willing to take some hits and can throw it downfield, by the way, I'm not saying you can't throw it in Jalen Hurts. That's not what I was saying. I'm just saying he's got his legs as a weapon, too. That helps you, and so I, I wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be shocked at all, especially in the NFC East where it's just kind of ah, you know, the Giants don't scare me. I get it. The Cowboys have a good offense. Washington has a good coach and defense. We'll see about the quarterback spot there, but uh, I agree with you. So you know what I think, Tony? Out of these uh, these eight teams, I think we're completely right. How about that? I think How we're I think we're completely right too. We're always right though, but I think we're completely right too. So guess what we want to do in the third segment? Of those teams, let's name some rookies in our, because we always focus on the draft and, and, and the young players. Let's name some draft picks and some rookies from those teams that we think could really make this come true where they are the team that sneaks up and, and jumps on people. I think there's a, a nice group. We've, we've mentioned a couple of them, but we can mention more of them in the third segment. Here on a Wednesday on Locked On, Locked on NFL. RockAuto.com is the place to go for all of your auto parts needs. They're a family business. They've been doing this for over two decades. And you know there's nothing worse than being stuck on the side of the road. The weather is warm right now, and you want to make some upgrades or just maintain your car, keep it on the road. Well, you can do that for less with RockAuto.com. You can go there. I've used them, and it's so convenient because instead of going to the big box store where you have to ask Daryl, how, you know, what part that, that you're looking for and he needs to look it up and find it. What's your make? What's your model? You can do all that from the comfort of your own home and then it's shipped right to your door. So you can do the work for less and uh, in, you save money and it's convenient because you're saving time as well. And the prices at rockauto.com always reliably low and the same for the professionals as they are for you and me, the do-it-yourselfers. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Be sure to write locked on. And their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, rolling along here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL with James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. We're going to make sure that you guys also tune in every day to Locked On Today with Peter Bukowski. Great, great show. Comes on early, hits you hard, hits you fast. For about 20 straight minutes, all of the stories from around sports and the use of local experts to give you the insight on those stories. And Peter Bacasta does a great job. You can find that on the Odyssey app and wherever else you get podcasts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, taking a look at some rookies. 
that might have an impact of these eight teams, those eight teams being the Bengals, Bears, Jags, Panthers, Dolphins, Eagles, Raiders, and Cardinals. I'm going to state the obvious, and I'm going to start with Trevor Lawrence. I think uh, he makes the guys on the field believe, especially with what I've seen from what goes on in practice. He makes them believe that they're going to be better. The body language of the receivers is something that people have talked about around here locally last year, and they're right. And uh, I think with the confidence that he brings his team, with the newness uh, of this offense, I think he'll have a chance to get out of the gate really, really fast. And he allows the Jaguars from a talent perspective to stay in games. It's a game changer. Completely changes everything, changes the way you, teams are going to prepare, changes the feel of the city, of the fan base. Absolutely, completely agree there. And since we're doing the, the low-hanging fruit, I'll, I'll stick to a quarterback too because I think there's hope in Chicago, baby. I think there is hope because of the fields. The soldier field is getting Justin Fields. And look, man, I, I think a lot of people, at least outside looking in, thought this kid was the second best quarterback in this class. Physically, you know, almost reminds you of a Cam Newton type. Obviously, the way he played against Trevor Lawrence and Clemson in the college football playoff, beating them and not beating them barely i mean beating the crap out of them considering he took that hit early on and playing through injury i think chicago's gonna love him i think he's gonna have an impact and if it's not this year with matt Nagy and company it'll be with the next coaching staff because there's a lot of things to like about justin field yep and one more uh group i want to mention and and you'll have to monitor this and give us updates on this chase and waddle we got a glimpse because of some <laughs> information that the jaguars put out the Jaguars had a perfect rating on Jalen Waddle. Now, I don't know what they had on Jamar Chase, but they had a perfect rating on Jalen Waddle. And specifically for what this team needed, he probably would have been a little bit of a better fit, even though I think Chase is so good he fits anywhere. But for what they were looking for is in terms of speed, home run, and explosiveness, he probably was a little bit of a better fit. So maybe that perfect ranking had something to do with that. But it's going to be fun to monitor and watch the progress of those two players because – I personally had him as two of the best four players in the draft, both of them. I think Waddle may catch your attention every now and then because he'll do something that that is Odell Beckham-like and make your jaw drop. I just think, Chase, there's an appreciation for a guy like that, and you've probably seen him close up now. He just has a certain presence about him, and he's a lot more thicker built and athletic than you want to remember him being. He's just that alpha-type dog that is just going to seem like he's going to beat the guy in front of him every single time. Absolutely. And that, that's the thing. I wouldn't have taken Waddle ahead of Chase, but I liked Waddle a lot, like a lot, a lot. And before his injury, I thought he might be the top receiver in the class because, it, you know, Chase wasn't playing. So it was really easy to forget about him. Right. And that, that's part of it. But no, I mean, the fact that and I think one, there was so much made about Penny Sewell and taking him in Cincinnati. Well, the Dolphins have issues on their offensive line, too. So I think that's a testament to what Chase and what Waddle, how NFL teams looked at those two guys and how they could transform offenses. And uh, I think both are going to. It's funny. I mean, we're combining these two. Will Fuller is going to be a one-year type deal, and he signed a one-year. I don't think he's going to be back in 2022 in Miami, and it's because they're going to get all of that and more from Jalen Waddle. I don't think he's going to have the drop issues. I think he's going to help them on special teams, and uh, you can't say the same for Fuller. So that's uh, – it's a good fit there, but I think Chase would have been a better fit had he been available for the Dolphins. Uh, so I'll push back there. But he, 
obviously wasn't because the Bengals took him. Right. And look what we've done. We have personified this entire day of what about me? Because we get in this third segment and we mentioned two wide receivers, rookies. And we don't mention Devontae Smith. I'm telling you, the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm saying, this whole thing, this is this is a marriage made in heaven between the Eagles and Devontae Smith. I'm telling you, man, that kid has constantly been the type of guy to say, what about me? And he caught, caught as a freshman, caught the national, cha- caught the touchdown in the national championship uh, game against Georgia that sealed the game at the end. And then last year finished it off with the Heisman and is the only one of those guys that didn't leave early. And he went all four years. I'm telling you, there's something special. Now, I love Jamar Chase, but there's something special about Devontae Smith and the Philadelphia Eagles. Does Devontae Smith finish with more receiving yards this year than Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle? He probably does. And the reason why is because those wow. other guys, but those other guys that we mentioned, those other, there's T. Higgins, there's Joe Mixon. There's these other guys, you know, and you guys still have Boyd. We just talked about Fuller and Devontae Parker and Jacecki and all those guys. I just think he's going to be that dude that they feed. They're going to feed, feed, feed. But if they do that now, I don't think they're as successful as those other two teams either. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Jalen Rager and tell him that you've just been crushing giving, him all I'm not, day. I'm not giving him any respect. You've been crushing him all day. Oh, well, why? Because he's a little fast guy, too? Wait, you know what he's saying? <laughs> hey, I'm just as good as Jalen Waddle. Okay. Now, he, you know, I, I don't think that, but, you know, he probably thinks that. So we'll we'll, we'll see there. I got to put uh, some re- respect with a K. Respect on Jalen right. Rager's knee. You better, man. Right, Rager's going to come find you down. He's in Jacksonville, Jalen. He's yeah. in Jacksonville. Yeah, just – just look for just just look for the fat guy with a cigar in his mouth, and you'll find me. Hey, man, we had a lot of fun here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. Make sure you tune in every single day here because our guys really lock it down and, and bring uh, some day-to-day content here on Locked On NFL, Monday through Friday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And please subscribe on the Odyssey app. And if you're having problems with uh, certain apps and getting our podcast, you can always find them at Odyssey, Odyssey as well as Spotify. All right, for James Rapine and Tony Wiggins here on a Wednesday, thank you for joining us on another edition of Locked On NFL. Until next time, take care of each other, and we'll see you there.